0: blog
1: talk radio hello there tonight's episode partner for ready to unload with cal and Sampea, number 189 is the new web series dummy written and directed by joe Dallow and starring joe Dallow, izzy diaz dj raviola and jesse Mackey. dummy is the story of donnie a man who has a difficult time finding the words to express his thoughts feelings and opinions but one day you meet sammy What is Sammy? You have to check it out to see who Sammy is. With Sammy, by his side, Donnie begins to build the courage to speak his mind. So come laugh, cheer, cry, perhaps, with Donnie and Sammy as they journey through life and chase their dreams. This web series, as I said, is written and directed by Joe Dallow, a good friend of ours. So go check it out. Go to YouTube.com and search Dummy the Web Series, and you can subscribe to the channel. Boy, this is Cosby. Subscribe to the channel, Um, and you can get all the episodes as they come out. That's Dummy the Web Series, our episode partner. Okay, time for Ready to Unload with count St. Pete, number 189. Nice.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Hold the phone. Hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this is serious. Serious. We could make
2: you delirious.
0: Just
2: a bit
1: outside. That's got to stop, man we keep having the same conversation We're ready to unload with Cal and Sam Pete, New York Sports Talk Podcast, episode number 189, 189, coming to you live from Comac, New York, Bayside, New York, and Freehold, New Jersey. It is ready to unload with Cal and Sam Pete. Hi, I'm Sam Pete. Welcome to the show. It's a big podcast. It's 10 p.m. It's time for ready to unload. Two free all right. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a ton to talk about tonight. It's, it's, it's crazy. Sports have gone officially to Crazy Town, USA. So we're going to talk about all of it tonight. There's, there's litigious stuff to talk about. There's real stuff to talk about. We're going to be joined by um, the, our episode partner for this episode, number 189, Joe Dallow, the writer and director of the new web series, Dummy. He's going to join us in the second half of the show to talk about sports and the state of television and his new web series. And Joe was a, uh, a struggling stand-up comedian in Philly in the late 80s, early 90s. He's got a lot of stories about that. He's a really good guy and fun to talk to. He and I were roommates on the road, not the, in the Karawackian sense. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so welcome to the program. I am Sam Pete. Uh, we are going to talk New York sports Nice. And no big deal. I got a big cup of coffee. My own. I have a huge Sue Nod Nicknud's coffee next to me. And so uh, we're going to do this for the next uh, hour and a half, two hours, whatever. We also have a, our buddy Brian Stevens is supposed to call in. He's a good friend of ours uh, as well. We have a lot of friends. Show has a lot of friends. Show's very popular. Me and Cal, not so much. Show's very popular. Um, but he's going to call in. He has a, uh, some great opinions about the, uh, the Ray Rice situation and the NFL and Roger Goodell, all that jazz. So, welcome. Boy, that was, that was Johnny Radio. Take a breath. Take a breath, dude. It's a podcast. It's not a radio show. All right. Bring in the co-host. Cal. That's the guy. That's the one I was talking about. Thank you, PJ. I was waiting for that. Uh, the yin to my yang, the, the, the guy who gets it done. I mean, he's Gretzky. I feel like I am Yari Curry. Whoa. Wow. Uh, this is epic.
2: Who hit the epic button? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the co-host of the program, Mr. Brian Calniva Calpino. Caliente,
1: Brian Calvi, uh, hi Cal, somebody's been at his keyboard, hi, hey, did you know that was coming,
3: I had a, I had a hint when I saw all of the kids with flags in front of me, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what was happening, and then of course,
1: <laughs> Did Ralph Lauren do your outfit for the intro tonight? Wow. That was... That was epic.
3: I was not prepared for that. I don't...
1: You were wearing like a... You have this weird polo bolero hat on and you're... Boy, that was... I was just told put this on and wait for your cue and then you walk out. There were 75 children in front of you. Just what are they? What are they doing here?
3: It was like a nations of the world too. Right, and of none of the children were yours. No. So that was confusing. I, I didn't know one of
1: them. No, not a one. Uh, well, welcome to the program. Hey, I thanks. There, yeah. it is,
0: there it is again.
1: Are you a head of state? <laughs> it's very boy. I love it. That's really good. We had talked uh, recently. Uh, we're in season five now, Cal. Yeah, we're in. Sconce. I mean, we're in. We are. We are wrapped in velvet in season, in season five. five. And we had talked about the bishop, uh, Big Donut, our producer, had talked about getting rid of all of the music that costs money, and replacing it with all original music. I didn't know he was going to be on that so quickly. Well, why don't we bring him in and let's ask bring him about it. in and ask him about it. Uh, why, what are you waiting for? I'm what exactly not exactly. Is not, going on here? I don't know. Does he have
2: new music? Guilty
1: as charged. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Paul Lynn
2: is here. Oh, fanfare
1: for the cow. Is that what that's called? Yeah.
2: Uh, (laughs) Fanfare for the common cow. Right. Yeah, I I think that's that's the fanfare.
1: That is, uh, who hit the epic button when you were recording that?
2: That's an old chestnut from uh, Apparently. To, uh, deep in the well, and found found that one from uh, an old off Broadway thingamabob that happened once upon a time. That wow. uh, they don't need the music anymore, so I took it back.
1: That uh, that is magnificent. That is Cal's new intro music. Is Cal? I'm I'm staggered. Are you staggered? Speechless. Well, then there goes the show. Good night, everybody.
2: That was good. <laughs> That's what you Should want to Should I be. play it as outro music too? Should I play it just pretty much anytime anybody... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: anytime we really yeah. want to get epic. As a
1: podcast, how would
2: you want to
3: be a speechless? Like? That's right.
2: Come on. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's not even supposed to be here tonight. tonight. Mr. President, tell me if I tell you. Tonight's broadcast is sponsored by the American flag. (laughs) Ready to unload tonight is watched by people of Omaha.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ready to unload. unload. This episode of Ready to Unload has been brought to you by America.
2: Actually, that's the name of the piece. America? What's that now? It's actually called America from a... From a uh, short comedy called Columbus the Musical. Wow,
1: this is this is an Onion article. You're just our entire podcast is an Onion article. I, Job.
2: Well, it was meant to be. It's meant to be funny. It was meant to be more epic than epic was ever epic.
1: It's really, really good. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. It's really good, Peach. It's really good. How are you? Happy birthday to your daughter. There.
2: It happened thirteen years ago today.
1: Yes. As as R J likes to refer to it, our friend RJ Tolan, who may soon be on the show. May soon be making an appearance on the show. He likes to yeah, call it the
2: check clears, sure. He likes, that's
1: right. Which we know with R J that's gonna require a trip <laughs> to the City. R J likes to call Lily the one good thing.
2: She is it and, was a rough day, if
1: you recall. It was it was, it was a bit of a rough day, yes. For everybody, but uh, out of that, uh, your wonderful daughter was born 13 years ago, and you are now the proud father of a teenager, which means, I, inherently, yeah. you need to start speaking like Bill Cosby at all times.
2: Yeah, I'm just getting ready to be wrong all the time now. It's That's just, You're just I'm getting my wrong pants on. <laughs> yeah.
1: You are now a dumbass.
2: Officially. You don't come in the house after 10. If you can't get here by 10, stay outside.
1: He's just standing on the porch.
2: Yeah.
1: I think he's serious.
2: A whole new list of rules going into effect here. Yes.
1: Lily may never go outside again.
2: Um, good luck uh, with not that. To g- not, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, what were you going to say? I was going to say not to get all nine uh, eleven uh, on you, um, but one, one of the <laughs> really nice ever- things. <laughs> one of the really nice things that I heard happened was that you know while everybody was sort of devastated and, and staring at their TVs and disbelief and uh, wondering where other people were, um, there was sort of a phone tree of positivity that did start when uh called RJ and I was like, well, you know, guess what just happened? We're, <laughs> we're about to go into the, the, the delivery room, you know? Uh, yeah. And then word kind of got out of, you know, hey, let not your heart be troubled. Someone's having a baby. It was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I was, I was in Los Angeles at the time, living in Los Angeles that day. And um, it was the one good thing. I mean, getting that phone call later in the afternoon, you were among the first of us to have, uh, you know, have kids, and uh, my brother had had uh, my niece a little before that. But you know, you guys were through the looking glass a little bit there, and um, in what was uh, obviously for everybody personally, and for our country, and for just so much loss and so much devastation, um, uh, that was the one good thing. That was the one great phone call that I got that day. Well. We got two great phone calls that day. One was that my brother was alive uh, because he worked yep. down at the World Trade Center. Um, uh, the other one was that my uncle Frankie was alive, who worked in the World Trade Center and was late to work that day because he had a doctor's appointment. Um, and then, of course, getting your call later on in the day that, that Lily had been born. So, um, again, yeah, let's. I don't want to go all 9-11 up in here.
2: Right. I don't
1: – too soon? I um, – but uh, yeah, oh, no, uh, happy, yeah, happy. we
2: don't want to get maudlin, but it was uh, worth talking yeah. about for a second.
1: So, uh, Ray Rice, let's uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we shift our focus to spousal abuse uh, and domestic violence. There we violence. go. All right. Everybody. No, problem. Um, no, we have a we have a huge show. Cal, how are you doing? You OK uh, on, on 9-11 here? You all right?
2: Sure.
1: you doing OK. Can you get a little closer to your microphone? You're a little low.
3: Are you very demanding tonight?
1: I'm sorry. I'll stop. How's this? That's fine. (laughs) You look like 1940s radio host holding the microphone. to. And tonight, everybody, this is brought to you by Simon X. You look very...
2: Wearing his microphone like a feed bag now. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever works. Swallow
1: it whole, buddy. Swallow it whole. How How are you doing there? Good, good.
3: We're going to talk sports, right?
1: That's the plan. Let's do it. Are you ready for this huge show? Yep, been ready all week. Wow, he's so agreeable. You
2: like. Something's going to happen.
1: You're such a sweetheart.
2: Uh, he's, he's about to turn a, on you.
1: Something's going down tonight. I feel like I'm being set up.
3: <laughs> Why so
1: suspicious? I don't know, Cal. I don't care for the look on your face right now. You have that like uh, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Jokery type look right now, like. <laughs> no, no. no like right.
3: Heath leather look.
1: You have a Heath leather look.
3: He's a terrible actor. A little different. Heath, Heath <laughs> leather, that's a porn actor.
2: He was in the <laughs> porn parody of.
3: <laughs> that's right.
2: Dark Knight. Today we yeah. both went there too fast. Sad. Yeah.
1: Immediately to porn.
2: Um, right.
1: All right. Uh, we're we're going to actually have a Brian uh, our buddy Brian Steven join us in a bit but there's a ton of sports to talk about Cal you want to wait till he joins us New York but well I kind of want to set it up because this is what and and uh, he should be calling in any minute and Perfect. Uh, and guys I, I this has been a really weird and difficult week for sports because everything that is going on and everything that has transpired, the games themselves are almost ancillary. They're almost secondary to the discussion that is going on right now about, uh, in the case of Ray Rice, domestic violence, and also, to a larger extent, the cover-up and the NFL's handling of the Ray Rice situation, and what do we deem as important as a society, and then you have 9-11 today and people calling up and saying, enough of this Ray Rice stuff, let's put it in perspective, and the two have absolutely zero to do with each other. And then, of course, the Ravens are playing tonight just to make things a little more complex. And then with the Mets, you know, Cal, right? We're in a weird place. We're in a weird place. Literally rooting for them to lose. (laughs) And disgusted with the team. Like they got to five and a half games out of the wild card and disgusted because they've now saved Terry Collins' job. And then amid all of this, uh, the lawsuit is filed against uh, Jeff Wilpon and the Mets and Sterling Mets uh, for uh, discrimination and for sexual, uh, basically sexual discrimination based on uh, a pregnancy. And, uh, so we'll talk about that lawsuit later, Cal, but it's just been... Are you tired? I feel tired.
3: Yeah, it's not, it hasn't been fun. Sports has not been fun lately.
2: I
1: we could talk a lot about the Ray Rice thing in specific because I have a lot of thoughts on it and, but I'm going to leave some of that to Brian because he had the one thing that has not been said and I don't know why it's not being said. uh, But I do want to lead up to it and sort of, uh, uh, sort of unpack it this way, Bry. I've been thinking about this all day. I was having this conversation with my buddy, Jess, like, the NFL as a whole has a much larger problem with the way they mete out their punishments and the way they police their league. And I think it's gotten to a sort of like NSA level with the commissioner having – and the commissioner's office having way too much power and way too much control over the investigation and judicial – inner judicial system of the nfl and something has to change because i think what's happened with roger goodell and the second videotape and did he see it did he not see it i i think of course he saw it of course he did and i'm going to talk about this later on because i saw it the morning of the incident i saw it it was on twitter for like 15 minutes that tape has been out there for five months Um, But, Cal, let me just throw this out. Does Roger Goodell and, by proxy, the NFL office, head office, commissioner's office, have too much power? Is it not time for a separate investigative body and legislative body to dole out the punishments – to, separate from the NFL, separate from the NFLPA, to dole out the punishments to these players and suspensions. Does that happen? I, I don't know. I just It seems like Roger Goodell is the end-all be all. It's gotten to a point where and Intagliabu was like this, and Pete Rozelle was like this, and now it's, it's gotten to Goodell, and Goodell is like the only sheriff
3: in town. But that's how all sports are run right now, right?
1: Right, and I'm saying the NFL should change the model. They need to change the model because this is not working.
3: Bro, it's not working because they're inconsistent and arbitrary. Exactly. exactly. That's why it's not working. Exactly. I, don't think, I don't think they need to bring in an entire other entity to dole out their punishments. I think they need to set guidelines and regulations and rules and follow them, and not, and, not, and not stray from them. Be consistent with it across the board.
1: So you think... But you think
3: consistency is the
1: problem, or do you think the incons- or lack of consistency is the problem, right?
3: That's what I think.
1: See, I don't know if I agree with that, only because I don't... The penalties that he's dishing out on an individual basis seem completely arbitrary. Right. And hence the inconsistency no no, I get that, but I don't see as I feel like they sort of need to be um on a they case, need to be arbitrary no, they need to be on a case by case basis and 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 I'll cite for example the you know the the, the Josh Gordon stuff with marijuana, right, and like the sixty five drug tests that he underwent over the course of a year or whatever and the fact that he almost sort of failed one of them and and if he was on the Denver Broncos what he did wouldn't be illegal so he would have a lawsuit in and of himself or in and of itself and and so he gets a season and it doesn't seem to me that and that's going by what the letter of the law right because it's a second offense so he has to get a season right so why are you going by the letter of the law for that, but you're not going by the letter of the law for domestic violence
3: or for... Because there was no law for domestic violence in right. two weeks ago. Exactly.
1: And I'm saying there shouldn't be.
3: To there me, shouldn't be a law for domestic violence? There
1: should not, to me, and we're going to talk about this with, with Brian when he calls in. But to me, what they put in place, what the NFL has put in place is not a deterrent.
3: Well, they put it in place hastily as a reaction, exactly to the reaction,
1: exactly. And and nobody has brought this up. I believe uh, Brian's calling in now. Nobody has really brought this up, and Brian actually brought this point up initially when it was first passed. And what we're talking about here, Brian, is is the yeah I know is the yeah no I'm just the sixth game in the season, right? So first offense, first convicted offense is six games, second offense is you're banned for life, right? That's the, is that the, it's banned for life?
3: violence. So, yes.
1: So, Brian, and this is a perfect time, he actually called it the perfect time. Um, Can we uh, punch up Bri there, Peach? Um, This is, again, a a buddy of ours, Cal. Um, And Brian had called me with this uh, a couple weeks ago, when they put the...
0: <laughs>
1: yes, it's epic. Hi, Bry.
0: Hey, what's up?
1: What's up, buddy? Um, we 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 were just getting to your point.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, which,
1: yeah, we were just. I was just about to talk to Cal about the idea of how the the blanket penalties that the league has put in place, the NFL has put in place for. Uh, domestic violence, uh, so first offense is a six-game suspension, second offense is a lifetime ban. Right. You, called, you called me up with this, and you were like, wait, this isn't – why is this a deterrent? Why is this good?
0: Right. Yeah, I felt like it, um, it actually it, – it, it empowers the abuser more.
1: Right, exactly, because it gives the abuser something to lord over the person right. they're
0: abusing. And you're well, not talking about... That. Again, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay.
3: What, what is it that they're, they're lording over the victim?
0: My thing is that the uh, abuse is about power anyway, because um, uh, a level-headed female that gets cracked in the mouth is going to walk away from that relationship. Um, now, they're, they're, they're married or dating uh, a multi-million dollar uh, person. And they see what they see. Everything they're going to lose. It's a, to me. It's a psychological thing more than anything else.
1: Right. Um, like, I, I, and I thought this was spot on, Bry. Like the idea of the abuser being able to say to the victim, "Hey, you want to go report this? You want to go report this? You lose everything. You know how much yeah, six we lose game everything. checks is? Six game checks is could be millions of dollars for us." And then right. you do it again, and he says, you want to report this? You want to go to the police with this? I get banned for life. All the cars, all the money, everything we have, the mortgage, the right. kids, all gone.
0: All of it. Yeah, it's all gone. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah, so I, I, I thought that was like an uh, – I, I, I totally agree. I haven't heard anybody bring that up, and I think it's a pretty relevant point.
0: Yeah, so do I. and. and... And then, like, they released this video, this second video, which you said had already been released. But they released this video as if it's supposed to shed more light on it.
1: Right. Well, that's one place I think think you and I disagree a little bit. Because I think it did – and, Cal, I'm wondering what you think of this, too, because we haven't had a chance to talk about that second video of her actually getting knocked out. I think at the time, Ray Rice's lawyer – uh, lawyered up and hypothetically suggested or, or said hypothetically, well, what if she had pushed him and what if she had been physical with him before uh, we saw him dragging her out of the elevator? And what if she fell down and hit her head? I mean, I'm speaking hypothetically, but right. it's like he put, he put the onus on Janae Rice. Right. He put, he, put, you know, he put the blame there. And when we saw that video, we saw that there was no – there's no blame. There's no right. justification for what he did. Not that there ever would be anyway. But it's not right. like they were tussling and it's not like they were you know, he pushed her and she fell down and hit her head. He knocked right. her out. Oh yeah. So I think I think that changed I think seeing that changed the the perception of well maybe she quote you know, the Stephen A. Smith, right, Cal? Like maybe she did something to cause it. Right. right. But your other point is spot on in that we saw him dragging her unconscious out of an elevator.
0: Yeah, what, what did you think happened right before that?
1: Like, was, was that not enough? Yeah. I, I just – now, Cal, do you – first of all, that – and this gets back to our blanket penalties for certain offenses and not treating it case by case – I don't know what the solution is, domestic violence-wise. I just felt like their respondent policy was reactionary at best,
3: not well thought out at worst. Clearly. Based on the reaction that they received from the two-game suspension. Right.
1: Don't you think... Do you guys think that something like domestic violence should be dealt with, you know, uh, on a case-by-case basis because there is such empowerment. What's the biggest reason – or not the biggest reason. What would we speculate is the biggest reason that a woman does not report being abused? It's fear of retribution, right? Fear of – or I should say fear of retaliation. Right. Right? So if you're putting it out there that if they report an abuse – their husband or, or spouse or whatever is going to lose everything. Right. Then what? Yo, the they feel they feel you bad, or
0: he didn't mean it, or in his position with that kind of money, you know, he comes with like a five thousand dollar ring and an apology.
1: Yeah, and I think we're seeing it with Janae Rice. Now, we I don't want to remotely get into or speculate on her mindset. I mean, right. it's been written about a ton and. And talked about a ton, and 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 honestly, who knows why she decided to marry him the day after he was let free? I, guys, I don't know. Who cares? Exactly. I mean, right? well,
3: it's not a matter. Who cares though, Cal? Like you. But it doesn't matter. It shouldn't. What? Why do we care? Why? Why she right. married him? Right. Why do we care?
1: It doesn't change the fact that. I, I think we care because you're concerned about in a way, you're concerned about her well-being. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, like she, she is displaying some symptomatic signs of an abused spouse or an abused victim. Right. And one of the things she said was, you know, you've taken everything away from us. You've taken everything my husband worked his ass off for. Right. Yeah, Exactly. Oh, the other thing—the other—I don't want to forget this, guys. And and Cal, I wanted to get your opinion on this. You know what the other thing that tape shows, and it's been talked about a ton, but the second tape shows no remorse.
3: Shows zero remorse. Well, the first tape didn't show remorse either.
1: No, but I mean, he—I—I I, I saw who, it ra- who
3: drags their girlfriend, fiance, wife I know. out like a sack of potatoes. I know,
1: I know. No, but I'm saying. Um, and, and you're absolutely right. I'm saying I think seeing him actually hit her and then not see if she's okay, not do anything.
0: Yeah, like, I, I'm, think, I'm like, her fucking, excuse me, her feet were in, in the elevator door. And yeah. he just bent the leg to get it out of the way. Like, he, he, yeah. okay, if I, if speaking about him, like, he cracked her, he knocked her out. She's out cold, and he's, like, pushing her out of the elevator like yeah. a dust ball. And instead of, like, holy crap, I better just pick her up and say, like, she's drunk or something.
1: Yeah, there was no what did I do moment. There was no, yeah. you know, what have I done. There was no – I read somewhere, I think it was on Slate, and it was, it was, by a, it was an article uh, uh, by someone who was the victim of abuse. And she said, you know what that looks like? That looks like somebody who's done it before. Right. Because the first time, the first time my husband hit me, uh-huh. he was he was on the ground next to me, asking me if I was okay, saying he was sorry, saying right. he was you know he would never do it again. The yeah. fifth time, the fifth time he hit me, he just stood over me. Oh, he just stood God. there and watched. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think that's the other sort of damning part of that tape. But Cal, what do you? I, I feel like they need. A, I, don't you feel like Goodell is like just like drunk with power? is it too much?
3: There's there's what's what's the answer though? Who's he accountable to? He's accountable to the owners. If the owners don't have a problem with the way that he's running things, ultimately they're not going to do anything about it. It's on it's it's on the owners to make that change.
1: Right, and now we have. And, this... and
3: the league is making ridiculous money.
1: Yeah.
3: Hand over fist, and yeah. as long as that happens. They they have no impetus to make any change.
1: I think it's I think it's a mistake to have a blanket policy for that. I, one but of the really, things I I am sorry, go, Brian.
0: No, I was going to say what 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 is the end game to having uh, Robert Mueller come in and do his his investigation? What is that even going to do?
1: It's it's overseen by uh, Mara and <laughs> Mara and Rooney, two of the you know. The most hip pocketed NFL Protect the Shield guys in the history of the world, right. both both men who think they founded the NFL, right, or their families founded the NFL, the first families of the NFL, right. Nah, 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 nah.
2: No? Yeah, they, they
1: they did, but the, I, do I want them running an independent investigation of the commissioner's office? No, of course not. Why doesn't Goodell just run it? <laughs>
3: Because then that would look silly, right? Because that would be too much.
0: <laughs> but there's, there's, there's a lot of gay okay, guy. Okay, I'm sorry.
3: No, no, it's okay. What
1: would be the, what would be the, the answer in in the case of domestic violence, where if you put that ban in place that as they have, you're in my estimation, essentially empowering the abuser. Would it be possible to put in – I was speculating this – speculating this. I was suggesting this the other day, guys. This idea of – you know, they have the anonymous drunk driver, you know, designated driver policy with the NFL, right? Right. So drunk driving was an epidemic problem in the NFL. Um, So they set up a system whereby a player can call a number, no questions asked, completely confidential – and have a driver come and get them no matter where they are, no matter what time of the night. The club, uh, their, their, their team never finds out about it. The league never finds out about it. They set up a system where you could confidentially do this. And right. my question was, like, couldn't you set up a confidential system like that for, you know, for the spouses and, uh, and girlfriends of the NFL players? And, and, and I, you know, I was told no.
3: Cal, you're shaking your head <laughs> No, because there's a, there's, a very, there's a very clear distinction between a, a drunk driving and domestic abuse. And the distinction is that if you are drunk and you call the NFL to come pick you up and there's no questions asked and it's anonymous and nobody has to know, nobody has to know because it's just you. But if you are a battered spouse and you're trying to be anonymous,
1: no, I, But I. I think what anonymous. Are you, but what anonymous, are you getting out of it? You're not getting... is out of the uh, out of the question, though. You you obviously couldn't anonymous. What do you want? What do
3: you What do you want to achieve with this this hotline? The what idea.
1: The idea is to provide an outlet and or um, uh, provide a mechanism whereby an abused person can. Um, Report the abuse without fear of retribution
3: or do, fear of retaliation. How do you report the abuse at the hands of somebody without that person knowing?
1: Well, that's why I, that's why I suggested a confidentiality. But
3: but if you but if you're the victim, what are you getting out of that? If you're just reporting, I'm a, I'm reporting an anonymous abuse.
1: But it's not anonymous. We've got to throw the word anonymous out. So it's it not anonymous. So, so if I'm, I'm, I'm Mrs. XYZ, NFL player's wife, and my husband is beating me, right? I call this confidential hotline and say, I'm married to XYZ, and he beats me. Okay. I, need, is, you, I need you to please investigate this or find a way to investigate this.
3: Okay. So, what, is, so it, what, it, does it, the, what does the confidentiality achieve in your mind?
1: That the NFL – or, or whatever investigatory system that they set up doesn't alert the player to the fact that the spouse has contacted the authorities.
3: Okay. So when they do this investigation and they find that, in fact, the spouse has abused the woman that, that reported this abuse, then what happens?
1: Then the woman can uh, obviously decide to press charges,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, or this gives her an opportunity to get away. So where's the fear of retaliation that you were talking about in there? There is there is no, because the person's going to know that his, his spouse reported him.
1: But not until such a time as it's as her claims have been investigated. So in other words, I don't words, know how to do it. I'm just I'm trying to think it out. I
3: know, I, it's, no, I no I I get it. I just I don't. It's it doesn't seem possible.
1: Yeah. Like oh, I know. like
3: the fear of retaliation is a huge huge problem. That's it. that's it. That's the problem. Huge. And that's, you know, victims of abuse, that's, that's why they don't report it.
1: It's the, one of the biggest reasons,
3: yeah. You know? So I, I, whether it's going to be a two-game suspension or a 10-game suspension or whatever it is, if, if, if there's any kind of consequence to the action, there's always going to be a fear of retaliation. And it's not going to matter whether it's two or six or ten or a year or life not no, going to matter.
1: I agree. I don't think it should be a blanket penalty. I think it should be at the discretion of somebody.
3: But then you run into the problem.
1: Of the inconsistencies we talked about.
3: Of being inconsistent. Yeah.
1: I know. I know. It's not. And this is, this, is a, this is what I'm talking about in that the NFL has a huge problem. And that's why I was calling for a different body, legislative body, to govern suspensions and do the investigations. Like, I don't like Goodell doing the investigation. Because this is what happens. He sits down with Janae Rice and Ray Rice in the same room, which is against every rule, every rule. Like, every rule of an investigation, it would be thrown out of court in 10 seconds. You never put the abuser in the same room with the victim, ever. Ever. The fact that he
0: yeah, the did way- this... Yeah, I
1: get it. go ahead. No, go ahead, Brian.
0: No, I was going to say, the, 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 the way they handled it is almost as bad as what happened.
1: It, it, it really is. It's, it's really... That's why everybody's like, oh, there's blood in the water and they're going after Ray Rice. Look, the NFL just cut Ray Rice loose. They cut him right. loose. It's not about Ray Rice at this point. It's not about Ray Rice anymore. Right. And, I, and I'll, I'll tell you something, guys, and I, I believe this. Otherwise, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> I, do you think – well, let me preface. Is Ray, Rice, Ray Rice is just in, suspended indefinitely, correct? Right. So he's not been banned for life. He's suspended indefinitely pending this investigation, right? Do you think Ray Rice will play football again? I do. Okay, Cal? Yeah, definitely. You do, right? Yep. Okay. Do you think he should be allowed to play football again?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say, although what what he did was you know, just um, unforgivable, that yeah he should be.
1: And i and I agree with you, and I'll tell you why. Cal, what do you think? Yes. Right, and the and the reason is he's not in jail. He was, ne- he was never put in jail. See, I like to uh, – I don't like to do anything. I think of this in terms of if this was one of us.
0: Yeah, like what if the teachers' union put in their contract? If you get you know, uh, some kind of spousal abuse, you lose your job.
1: Right. And, and my thinking is if, if this happened to me or if I did this, if I was responsible for this reprehensible act, but I didn't right. go to jail – and my right. wife didn't press charges. Right. And I was given what Ray Rice was given, which is what intervention and you know anger management treatment and stuff like that. Right. And my bosses fi- and my company fired me. I would have a lawsuit on my hands.
3: Right. Well, they would have they would have a lawsuit on their hands. Well, they would have a lo- <laughs> Right. There would be a lawsuit, is what we're trying to say. Somebody's hands. Somebody somebody's holding yeah. a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> now, it's still the it's the problem I, of that. I, it's Good. not
1: in my con- it's not in my contract. Now if I was convicted of spousal abuse, they they would be within their rights to fire me. It's in my it's in the contract I signed with my employer. But right. I wasn't. So Ray Wright. Yeah, you're as, right.
3: As disgusting
1: as what he did is, and it's disgusting, and this is not right. us justifying it, but it is saying he, he he wasn't convicted of a crime. Why does he lose his job? Because he's a disgusting scumbag.
0: right? Wow.
3: Why did he lose his job? What's the answer to that?
1: Because they botched the handling of this in the first place. That's not why he lost his job. The Ravens, Ravens who are completely complicit in this, by the way, and who are skating by, skating by, um, handled this awfully. And I'll tell you what they could have done and should have done the NFL suspended him for two games, we're going to give him six more for conduct unbecoming of our team. Right. Before the second tape comes out, we're going to go ahead and give him six more. Right. And that's, that's our, uh, we understand why the commissioner, who, by the way, and Simmons said this, and I've seen this in a bunch of places, who, by the way, never said what he should have said, which was, I was that lenient because he was he was acquitted. Right. I was following what the courts did. That's why I gave him two games.
3: Which is what the the Ravens did. They washed their hands of it because the NFL took care of it. And
1: the Ravens could have avoided all of this. They wouldn't have had to release him. They wouldn't have had to do any of this stuff if they had simply given him six more games on top of what the NFL gave him and said, this is what our organization is about. We understand that and respect the commissioner's rule. We're going to give them six more.
3: Well, if they had a better option at running back, then maybe they would have done more. Yeah, exactly. Well, seriously. I mean, you laugh about it, but they, they, they were looking out for the best interests of the Ravens. Exactly. At that point. They,
1: they, were to, they were trying to whitewash the entire thing and hope it passed by. So, uh, But, I, guys, I don't know what the answer is, though. I don't. The NFL has to do something about this. Am I going to watch the game on Sunday? Yes, I am.
3: You're not watching tonight? I have
1: it on my iPad in front of me.
3: Okay, but, <laughs> but you're essentially boycotting the Ravens game tonight. I am,
1: as much as I can. No, I, 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 I want to hear from uh, the bishop on this. Where is the bishop? Is he awake? Where is that guy? Hi. I, hi. <laughs> you're usually the, the voice of reason here. Throw some reason at us.
2: Sure. Uh, well, I like it better to when you be drop more... reason on us.
3: Yeah, <laughs> drop some reason on it.
2: How about I drop some beats? <laughs> we'll rap this out. little rap battle.
1: There's no chance of that happening. No chance.
2: Block <laughs> <laughs> up Radio would just shut us down. No, yeah. it stinks. Get it off. <laughs>
1: How,
2: did, how, is, how when, do we fix this, speech? How do we fix it? It, it, ju- uh, it just seems that the more money is involved, the more tone deaf you get to be. There it is. The farther you get to be away from any sort of moral and ethical code. Uh, and it, and it's, it's really disappointing and really disheartening. And I, it's making me look at the league differently every week. Well, there you go. I don't have Dro- a solution.
1: Reason dropped. You know what that what sounds
2: like? Get the money out of football? I mean, I realize that makes no sense.
1: <laughs> that was reason being dropped. Thank um, you. Yeah, it's, it's, of course it's monetary. And of course, it's, you know the considerations are monetary. And it's an $11, $12 billion industry. But you, you brought up something interesting before Cal that's this is how every league does it right isn't it time for one of these leagues to change the model
3: why don't you just why don't you just hire a a disciplinary entity for all major sports oh go on just one governing body do you have a
1: pamphlet or a brochure
3: I love uh, this a, idea. A PowerPoint.
2: <laughs> Give the it animations. to the Catholics.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what about what about something like that? Just one one governing body filled with ex law enforcement agents and, and, and lawyers to investigate.
2: And, you mean, or or or, or to, to hand to down sentences here?
3: Investigate and dole out the punishment and and develop what the punishments are. And maintain a consistency across all... Like, if a, if a football player beats his wife and a hockey player beats his wife, should that be a different, should that be a different punishment?
1: Well, the football player only plays 16 games. Well, well yeah. I, well, commensurate with the amount right, No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> yes, thank you, Steve. I, I didn't know that.
3: Right. Okay. No,
1: I'm not trying to be. I'm saying you make the penalty commensurate. So if you miss half the season,
3: right. that's it. You know, or what by else. a percentage, whatever yeah. it is. Right. You know, and, and first offense, second offense, third offense. You know, make it, make it three strikes and you're out across the board in all sports.
1: This, you is, know? this is not a bad idea at all. Independent, governing, let, uh, judicial body
3: for all four major sports. You no, know, it's a ridiculous idea because it's never going to happen. But I'm just saying, if you want to create some sort of consistency, and each the sort of is a
2: Justice League, perhaps with someone <laughs> who is really powerful at the helm, and perhaps a detective, and maybe we'll throw a woman in in an invisible plane just to even it out.
1: It's a brilliant I, idea. I thought you were going for. <laughs> I, I knew you were. I knew you were referencing. I knew you were referencing the Justice League. I thought you were then going for a new CBS drama.
3: <laughs> the
1: Punishers, the Justice League, Friday. a governing body for all major professional sports. David Rock Caruso. <laughs> oh boy, we need to. Can we get Caruso on that, or is he still on? Uh, is he still on uh, NCIS? He's got a
0: lifetime. Uh, he's got a lifetime XYZ. contract with that. Is yeah. he on NCIS or? Is he on CSI Miami? Oh, I don't know. Sponsored
1: by he's Ray on, <laughs> He's on one of those acronym shows. You
0: no,
1: know, NTIS is uh, Mark Harmon. We could get Mark Harmon. He played right. college football.
3: Jimmy Smith is the disciplinarian.
2: <laughs> That's right. It has
1: to
3: be he's a the, the guy. name. Right.
1: It has to be a the name if it's the on C B S
3: the Disciplinarian,
1: starring Jimmy Smith. <laughs> He's the head of all four major professional sports. Somebody's got to delegate it. No, wait. Somebody's got to... Dole it, it out. Dole it out. The dole. <laughs> the meter.
3: Somebody That's, that's, got that's a, the spinoff. That's the spinoff. Starring Bonnie Bedelia as the, as the lawyer. No, the no,
1: no, no.
0: The no. shark lawyer.
3: Get
1: me Angie Harmon, all right? Or we're not doing this. Just get me Angie Harmon. Quit playing around. You could have have
0: Sipowitz do all the uh, interrogation.
1: (laughs) Dennis Franz makes his return to network television. (laughs) In the disciplinary.
0: Terrifying. Yeah.
1: I have four sports. Four major sports. Not two, not three, but four.
0: You could throw Ricky Schroeder in there, too.
1: (laughs) Rick. Rick Schroeder, please, buy Rick Schroeder, <laughs>
2: please. But don't don't you think the money involved does allow them uh, a way to uh, quickly explain away a lot? It you know it 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 motivates you to cover up or to excuse,
0: unless there's like a felony on the books. And I, I'd like ridiculous. to add to that, and it. The money involved, then now you could trace that back into college sports because behavior, behaviors run run wild in college sports too.
1: Yeah, and speaking, Technic- and speaking of speaking of national governing bodies, because the NCAA does such a good job, right, of, of, of governing <laughs> that. No, but you but that's a great point, Brian, because especially in football, but in, in, in all the sports, this sort of Domestic uh, uh, violence, this sort of um, uh, degradation of women, you know, is rampant in the college ranks in college professional sports or co- professional sports, college sports, especially football. Like how many guys are suspended on every team in Division One football you right. know, for some sort of sexual harassment or, or infraction or, you know, unfortunately, way too many cases, either rape or I mean, it's just. It's a learned behavior, right? That and you're you're absolutely right. There's 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 got to be a way. Well, you you're right too, page When it comes to the money and the cover up, because I feel like Goodell at this point feels like he could pretty much get away with anything, pretty much. Like he's sitting there and just like they they have placed the tape in his building, like right. three months ago. And like Peter King, this, uh, you know, the, the Sports Illustrated reporter was like, oh, I'm, to- I'm told league officials – this was in May. I'm told league officials have seen the other tape, and it's really, really bad. And then he – like the other day, he's like, I don't uh, – I didn't uh, see anything. I don't know what I was reporting. I had uh, several scotches. I, uh, I may have taken a Valium. I've been very depressed. This is Peter <laughs> King, Monday morning quarterback. Like he completely recanted. This is, like, the leading NFL, invest like, uh, investigatory reporter. An investigative reporter is like, oh, I didn't, what, no, not me. I mean, how much power do they have? This is like House of Cards. We need Spacey. Spacey should be <laughs> Spacey should be playing good. He's Frank Underwood at this point.
2: Well, journalists he, are afraid of losing access. Uh, teams are afraid of losing money. Owners are afraid of losing money, rather.
1: Yep.
3: He pushed a marrow
2: hey, in front of
1: a
3: train. Players don't appear to be afraid of losing anything, though.
1: Where's the NFLPA on all this, Cal? They haven't said a word about Ray no, Rice. No,
3: they've, they've been very quiet. <laughs> been
1: awfully quiet. No, no grievance. No anything. I mean, Ray Rice can't. Ray Rice. Ray Rice can't do anything right now. Like if he makes a big stink, I mean, please. You know, he he's, no. he's, he's he's done. He's just a a reprehensible act. And then he came on and apologized to everybody except the woman he, you know, clocked. I mean, you know, he
2: just, can he, can he he do the rehab plus apology tour? Can he, can he do that? Yes. He
3: absolutely can. And he will next summer. Next summer. When he's trying to get a job. My buddy
1: just said it really well today. He said, they'll investigate for 10 weeks here. Like by week 10 or 12, they'll finish the investigation They'll say he's suspended for the rest of the year, right, and then next year he's able to come back in the league so he's twenty seven years old
3: yeah right around the, right around the draft is when you'll start to see him resurface again
0: yep and and the n f l will 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 i think they'll parade him out there as look what we did we rehabilitated him, yeah, and he he'll be the yep. poster child for the change in the league
1: yep i i it's I, I Cal, I don't think your idea is a bad one at all. I, I mean about Jimmy Smith's playing it.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> I, th- I think we can get Jimmy Smith.
3: How about no Peter I... King as the recanter. <laughs> and we would get Jeff Garland to play Peter King. We would get obvious, well, obviously. Right? I mean, I think that's, I think that's fairly
1: obvious. Um yeah, I just let me let's button this up cuz uh, Cal, I do want to talk about Jeff Wilpon. Oh, well, right. And his lawsuit, um, but Brian, I wanted to ask: Did the Yankees get no hit tonight? By the way,
0: no, they just they just won on a walk-off home run.
1: Get out of town!
0: Swear to God!
1: All right, the well, guy that
0: see, broke up the first of all well, two things. The first, the guy that broke up the no hitter, I can't remember his name. was a new guy. He oh. hit a he hit a double With in the in young? the uh, um, in the eighth, and uh, then in the ninth. Chase Headley got drilled in the face with a fastball by Wheeler. Who? Um,
1: Not Zach Wheeler.
0: Zach Wheeler, yeah.
1: Well, that's impossible.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait uh, they are playing Tampa Bay. Correct. They played Tampa Bay tonight. Yeah. I thought it, I thought they said Wheeler, but I'm probably wrong.
3: They might come up well, for the game. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> Sorry. Don't
3: them. The Mets do need them. Was it yeah. Jimmy
0: Smiths? No. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> 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 no, he got hit in the face with with a fastball, like 96 miles an hour. They took him out of the game. Ichiro hits a double, second and third, no out. The This kid comes up, and hits a walk-off home run. And they win. Wow. You're 2014 yeah, five, Yankees. 5-4, yeah. Because they were yeah. down 4-2. Because Prado pinch hit in the 8th or the 7th, whatever, after they knocked the, the, the starter out. Prado... Um, Came in and hit a, a two-run homer to bring, I mean, bring them within two.
1: I love that you just said, and some guy broke it up. I don't know, some new guy or whatever. you're 2014 New York yeah. Yankees. Hey, it's I Derek can't think of, of the freaking.
0: Year. I can't think of the guy's name. I'm Did we name mention all... it's
1: Derek Jeter's last year? Did we mention it's Derek Jeter's last year? Derek Jeter yeah. not playing anymore after this year, you guys. 2014. He got hit tube
0: tonight. He got hit in the elbow.
1: Aw, is he gonna be okay?
0: Could you imagine that's, that's if, that, if, he get, if they? <laughs> it's disrespectful. So yeah, Joe Girardi was fired up. Not How dare sure. you?
1: How dare you hit? How dare you hit the captain? Oh, by the way, it was Chris Young. Of course, who broke oh, up Oh, that's what
0: it was, Chris Young, right? Chris
1: Young. You're welcome, Yankees. You're welcome. Bro- yeah, broke he up the no hitter
3: and then walk off home And road. then hit a walk off right. home run. Chris Young.
0: That's that's right, Chris Young. Only
1: released by the Mets after the hitting Mets.
3: 205
1: he had he had 11 hits for the Mets and 10 of them were home runs. Good job
3: everybody. That'll be fun and to And
1: now hear he's about got 2 on all. the oh, it's gonna game. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, Brian, thanks for uh, thanks for stopping yeah. by, brother. We will thanks, talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All thanks, right. Brian. Bye.
3: The <laughs> I thought we were going to do something about that.
1: That's I thought we were going to change that. That is the perfect
3: exit music for Brian Stevens, who may have...
1: <laughs> if, if, guys, if I didn't know he was dry, he's been dry for a long time. Brian doesn't drink. I would have thought he was half in the bag. He's just exhausted. Come on. That's why, that's why he's dropping F-bombs like it's going out of pile. Oh, he's he
2: perfectly fun. lucid. He, he, dropped,
1: he dropped two. I talked over the other one.
2: No, he was completely <laughs> it. he was
1: great. We love Bry. I'm just kidding. My goodness,
2: sensitive. you should hear him in the classroom. All the whole kids' <laughs> mouths wide open. He's a teacher, everybody. Why is Mr. <laughs> Stevens cursing again?
1: I love that lesson. On on he's a music teacher, isn't he?
2: You know what? I have no idea.
1: Yeah, no idea. Uh, you've, yes, known, yes. you've known him for 35 years.
2: This is the F and clarinet? Sit down. <laughs> yeah.
1: Playing an and paradiddle. Sit down.
2: <laughs> the reed goes here, you little bastards. Yeah.
1: Mr. Stevens, Mr. Stevens' music theory lesson was awesome, except for all the cursing. My ears are burning.
3: <laughs> Cal, I... Um, I cannot believe the Yankees were being no hit for nothing in the bottom of the eighth. Correct. And Chris Young... Breaks up the no hitter. Yep, and then wins the game in the following inning with a home run. Yep, I can't. I cannot believe that. I believe anything. Speaking of only the Mets. Oh my goodness. We do have, I, I have. I will. I'm going to have to go radio silent tomorrow.
1: I won't be able to deal with it. No, there's no chance we could deal with the local sports talk no. stations with Chris Young
3: walking off and keeping oh. Yankees in a pennant race. The 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 beat writers all have party hats on and those noisemakers and <laughs> they pop champagne <laughs> big lollipops big swirly lollipops <laughs> pigtails <Ooh. laughs> ice cream this Italy.
1: this lawsuit is just I I can't oh, I, you, I can't remember. People. Being here with the Mets. I can't, they got to eight they lost tonight. And uh, they got shellacked by the, <laughs> how about this stat? They got shellacked by the Nats again, Cal. How about this stat? You ready? And Bartolo Colon lasted a whole three innings and then got ejected for hitting Jason Worth after he gave up a second home run. How about this stat? In the last 12 games at Citi Field, the Nats have 31 home runs. I'm going to say that again, slowly. In their last 12 games at Citi Field, the Nats have 31 home runs. Do you know how many the Mets have?
3: I'm going to say five. That's correct. Oh, I guess that. <laughs> you,
1: win, you win the big prize.
3: What, what, uh, what's the Mets' record in those games, by, just by any chance?
1: I believe it's
3: 0-12. 0-12 in their I, own
1: building. I believe so. That's a good job. But... They need to move the fences in. Right. Doesn't seem to be a problem for the Nats.
3: Hey, here's an idea. Since the Wilpons are so friendly with Bud Selig. Yes. Do you think that they could commission a design which allows them to move the fence in and out during the game? (laughs) Based on who's up?
1: I don't think the commissioner's office. Speaking of commissioners.
3: Are you sure?
1: I don't think you would have a problem with that.
3: Are you sure
1: that the commissioner wouldn't have a problem with that? I think they better do it before January.
3: Oh, I don't think that's going to matter. No, I don't think so either. It's not going to matter. I mean, he was hand-picked, yes. Mr. Manfred. Yep. Hand-picked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you sound like an old man on that one. Did you hear me? Hand-picked.
3: Let's took talk his, about the lawsuit. Forget
1: took, about the game. Took his little hand. <laughs> picked up. Rob Manfred.
3: Like, that, like those, uh, like those parlor games with the claw. <laughs> like,
1: the, like the arcade like game voice. there where you, you play the game for an hour and a half to it's get a $4 love. stuffed animal and you pour $25 in. Hand-picked. This
3: particular game had a new commissioner in it.
2: <laughs> there I mean, did, is. Did he is he we him up the, by the shirt they were,
3: they were all, that's how they chose the new commissioner his legs are dangling
2: like, oh, they were just
3: dropped him in the chute shot him out here's your new commissioner Rob Banford everybody like Arrested Development when Job's in the banana suit <laughs> <laughs> he came out with a stuffed zebra
1: too so yes he did he got a, he got a, a little minion doll too from uh, Despicable Me um Yes, this lawsuit is is extraordinarily interesting. It read if you hate the Wilpons, it read like porn. I mean, it was it was great. It was, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I enjoyed that uh, reading this, this complaint. Um, but this is th- there's uh, th- these are serious charges that have been leveled against Jeff Wilpon and, and the Mets. And, and like you said, Cal, you know this isn't a phone you know a telephone you know salesperson. It's calling you up, you know, sales rep.
3: Well, well, you know, let let's uh, back that up, and nothing against back it up customer service representatives. No,
1: but the the point is just that this is not a low level person on the uh, Mets food chain. This is a high level executive,
3: a senior vice president with a degree from the Wharton School of Business.
1: Yeah, and and University
3: of Pennsylvania, the first
1: female to hold that position uh, in Mets team history. Right. Um, The highest ranking woman in the Mets organization. Go on. She's a high level executive. This is a serious person. This is not, you know, somebody who's calling you up to get tickets and to sell you a a, a five pack uh, with the Subway series included. This is like a real, this is a very high level executive who at all times is meeting with and privy to the high-level operations of the team, and the highest-level executives of the team. This is
3: real. So she didn't come up with the 4 for 48 ticket promotion for Jacob deGrom? She might have. You think she did? Hey, she did a good job with what she had to work with.
1: I mean, that was one of the things in reading this complaint that's interesting. She cites the failures of the ownership, and and I think in no
3: small way, shape, or form to get people on her side. Oh, and We're, we're going to get to time. that. We're going to get to the motivation of this in a minute.
1: But, you know, she cites – but you can make this connection. She cites the dismantling of the team, the, the Wilpon's financial problems and whatnot, as making her job extraordinarily difficult. And she succeeded, despite the fact that, as, they, as one person said to her, it was like selling deck chairs on the Titanic – or tickets to a funeral end quote it's my personal favorite and she's you know they, they're setting that up because she's succeeding in this and was still fired right so they had no they according to the lawsuit they had no justification to file her what did you this this doesn't seem like a woman who needs money I don't think that this is so, I mean, obviously it's about money. She wants money. She's not suing for a dollar. But I don't think this suit is just about money, Cal. It doesn't feel like it. And this is a 33-year-old woman. This is not somebody at the end of her career uh, who's, you know, looking for a big payday after getting fired or, uh, you know, or let go. She's at the beginning of her career. She's on her way up as a female executive in professional sports.
3: She's 33 years old. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what gives?
1: I have an idea of what her... (laughs) Is that what we're going with?
3: I was going to go with what gives. Hey, lady, what gives? What's your story, lady? What what gives? That's that's what they said to her. Where
1: does that come from? What gives? What gives? I love it. Let's start using it more.
3: What gives you the right to do this? Oh. Maybe that's where it comes from? Is it what gives? Ellipses? I feel like somebody in this room might know what that means. And it's been shortened to what gives?
1: What gives you the right?
3: There, there has to be a linguist among, amongst we, uh, us.
1: If we only had one on staff, has, do we
3: have one on staff that knows the derivative of these colloquialisms?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think we have one. No. Okay. We'll Let's move. move on. What do you think is uh, her motivation? Her
3: motivation is clearly. Uh, personal. I, I think it's uh, yeah, I love that. Because I think if if you read if you read the complaint I have it in front of me, it looks like she's seeking her job back as part of the damages. Which is weird because I don't I don't know why she would want her job back based on the treatment that she received from Jeff Wilpon and other members of the Mets organization. So if she's looking for her job back, I, I, don't, think she, I don't think she's in this for the money. Because if she wasn't looking for her job back, she would just, she would, her demands would just be monetary. She would just want a lot of money to go away.
1: Right. Her demands would be cash.
3: I feel like if, she get, if she's successful in getting her job back, the motivation is they have to hire her back so that she can then walk out.
1: Right. Oh, I love You know love what this. I mean? Yeah, of course I do, and I love it so much.
3: So I think that I think a lot of this is driven by, you know, I'm not going to say retribution. Revenge. I'm not even going to say revenge. You just did. I'm not going to say it.
1: You just did again.
3: No, no that time I didn't.
1: No, that time you did. not.
3: <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think a lot of this is there, he's, she's trying to get back at Jeff Wilpon. And I think the timing of it is perfect with this light being shone down on harassment and treatment of women in sports. I think the timing for her, for her action couldn't have been better.
1: There's also the timing as
3: with the Mets
1: in that they're on their way to their fifth or sixth, I can't count anymore, losing season. The fan base, there were 5,200 people at the game on Monday night, Cal. 5,200 through the doors.
3: Less today.
1: You know, there were less tonight. I think there were probably about nine or ten grand there when I went on Tuesday night with Wes because DeGrom was pitching. Um, that's the only reason. Um,
3: well, that's not the only reason. Why did you go to that game?
1: No, no, no. I'm saying that's the only reason there were nine or ten grand there. Oh, okay. Ten thousand people. I went to that game because Wesley won the tickets at a raffle at the library.
3: He won a raffle. He won a raffle. Three and a half years old. He's a big winner. I'm 40 years old. I haven't won a damn thing in my <laughs> life. i have never, never won a damn raffle. He's winning raffles. Winning raffles.
1: Um, and we had a great time at the game. We always have a great time at the game.
3: Um, that's, I think, you know what? That's a conversation I'd like to have with you maybe in the offseason. season. Okay. About winning a raffle. Winning a raffle. We can when you're set free. something up. <laughs> I'd like to have the conversation with him actually, and ask him how he how he's so lucky. Right. What's your What's your secret? What's your secret? What gives, kid? <laughs> there it is. Um, no, no. The the conversation about how as awful as this team is and how much we hate them and and, and root for them to lose at this point. You can still separate that from the experience of going to a ball game with your kid. Yeah. It's like they could be the worst team ever. Yep. And you know, they're going to lose. Yep. But if you get to go to a big league park with your kid to watch a, a baseball game, that, that, that's kind of the magic of baseball to me.
1: That's it. I mean, that's,
3: Oh, we'll talk about it.
1: No, no, but that's, yeah, that, that was it. But, um, you know, this is a good time to be suing the Mets and calling out their ownership on not spending money, not putting a good product on the field, and having that be a problem, you know, for you to do your job. And, and I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying she's remotely opportunistic. She filed this. It went through. It didn't settle. Uh, Jeff Wilpon tried to get her not to, <laughs> to sue. And there's merit, obviously, obvious merit to her claims, where there's something there. So this is a good time to do that, because you're going to get public uh, public Met sympathy on your side in a hurry.
3: Oh, I I can't imagine there are many Met fans that are defending Jeff Wilpon tonight. I saw... There probably are. No, no. But, but I,
1: I, I saw something interesting, and it was, and it's really annoying. And that was, I guess, and it, and it, and it, it was really sort of from a place of misogynistic sort of just jerkery. But you know, the idea of like, oh, another woman suing a high-powered. I mean, it was really bad. Like the was, idea that she was just gold digging,
3: and you know, was that person a met fan? Yeah.
1: Really. Yeah, and just saying like. Uh, you know, Jeff Wilpon doesn't get his reputation back. He's been accused of these things. You know, you can't you can't take it back.
3: Oh, okay. Well, a long time ago with Jeff feel, Wilpon. Yeah,
1: if you feel discriminated against and you shouldn't file suit because, you know, heaven forbid you don't win the case. I mean, stupid. And that brings us to my last point on this. And... Look, I've made no mistake about how I feel about ownership of this team. But I have heard from so it, many no sources. no doubt about it. So many sources. And, and I'll, I'll, I can say who they are. There's, I had a friend who worked for SNY. I had another friend who went to high school with Jeff Wilpon, or, or whose uh, father's uh, best friend went to high school with Jeff Wilpon. Two or three other you know, people that know this man. Have worked for him or been around him, and let's just say it is zero surprise to see him named in this way in this suit, because I, I had one person tell me who worked from and worked from very closely said, Steve, he is the worst human being I have ever met. The worst. The, just. Literally the worst human being he's ever met.
3: Can you imagine being labeled that? I mean, you've got to go away. ways. There's a lot of people that you meet in your There's life. There's
1: a lot of people that you meet in your life. He's the biggest.
3: He's the worst one of, of, of that. Worst world. person
1: he's met. That's pretty. The worst yeah. person he's ever had to deal with. Yep
3: pretty damning yeah damning. Just, Is it just, damning or
1: damning I think it's uh damnable
3: I think it's damning but with the silent N that's correct damning it's pretty damning to be labeled the worst person you've ever ever met I think it's pretty effed up that's a, that's a way to put it yeah
1: no it's oh. but Cal he's, he's the worst he's, he's a terrible person well, if 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 these horrible hours- two people, he's terrible to he probably kicks puppies on his way to work. He's a terrible person, and he's running my
3: organization. He steals chains from old people. <laughs> Does I've seen him do it?
1: Takes a shopping cart right away from somebody, like the last shopping cart. He just, he just goes right into stop and shop.
3: Yeah, has his driver on a puddle over, group of kids waiting for a bus.
1: All of these things would not surprise me.
3: He does all those things.
1: Right? He's... The, <laughs> it reminds me of a great line on, from Family Ties from years ago. Like, Jennifer's, like, hanging out or, or with this, like, tough kid. And he comes over to the house. A young tough? Yeah, like a young tough. And Alex goes He goes, gee, you know, take it easy with the tough guy act. He's like, you kick any puppies on the way to school? He goes, couple <laughs> it was perfect It was perfectly done. <laughs> like like uh Michael J. Fox is like, okay. He he's he's just the worst. And there would there is nothing that I'm telling you right now, Cal, please let this case go to trial. Please Please let this case litigate. Please let them take depositions and have to – and let my company handle them. <laughs> and let – because I said it today, if I wind up being the videographer on Jeff Wilpon's deposition, it will be the last one I
3: ever do. But it will be worth it. it uh if, if these <laughs> allegations are are even remotely true, it's just it, – it just speaks to, to... – how bad a person he is. Yeah, and Howard Megdahl talked about it
1: today, Um, uh, you know, uh, in the uh, – I'm not sure if it was the Sports on Earth column or the uh, – was he right for the – not the Wall Street Journal. Um, was he right for Cal? Maybe it is. It's not the Wall Street Journal.
3: No, no, no. It's it's the um, – New York – not New York Magazine. Gotham. Yeah. The
1: Gothamist? No. He's, I mean, he's obviously been uh, tailing the Will Ponds for years, and he wrote a book about their finances, and how they, they have $600 million coming due next year, and the, the bridge loans that Major League Baseball gave them, and all the crap. And he wrote an article today about this suit. And the interesting part that I saw was, or what I took out of it that was interesting was, if it goes to trial, if it goes ahead, the new commissioner is going to have to do something about it. It's going to have to. Or they're going to be seen as tone deaf on women's issues. You know, or on the issues of discrimination, harassment, all those things. If it goes and goes into discovery and stuff, he's going to have to do something about it. And what that is, I don't know. But... You know, come on. What else do these? If these allegations are true, what do these guys have to do to lose the team? What do they
3: have to do? Well, he's not gonna. He's not gonna lose the team out of this. At, no matter what happens, they're not gonna lose the team. He this. can't be forced to give up his share of ownership. No. Why? I don't think so. I think he. I think he'll be suspended. They just did it. To who?
1: They just did it to, to Donald Sterling. They just did it to the the, the, co, you know, the, the, major, or the shareholder of the Hawks. It, it happens all the time.
3: Yeah, it's not going to happen here. I, 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 please. Two rules. Don't touch her belly and don't ask how she's doing. She's not sick. She's pregnant. She's not sick. She's pregnant. I would rather... Two rules.
1: That's all he's got. He's only got two rules, Steve. He's not having an e-cigarette sign in his stadium. He would just as soon... What did he say? He feels the same way about having a, uh, a baby without having a husband.
3: I am as morally opposed to putting an There's e-cigarette it. sign in my ballpark... My ballpark. As That's I am... My ballpark. ...to Lee having this baby without being married. Married. She's a senior vice president now. People would respect her more... If she was married. <laughs> You'll get a bigger bonus and a raise. Tell your
1: boyfriend. You'll get a bigger bonus and a raise when he puts a ring on your finger. Jeff Wilpon, everybody. I can't. Jeff Wilpon. This is a guy in his 40s, by the way. This is not a guy who's 78 years old.
2: <laughs> there it is.
1: All right. Should we, uh, should we wrap up uh, uh, the RTU portion? And go to the RTU supplemental. Um, sure. All right. We're gonna do that.
2: Okay.
3: Do we say anything, or we should probably say something? Okay. cow final
2: on
3: those um, no I'm just kidding totally kidding I'm totally
1: I, I am oh no, no let's just, we're just going to wrap up the first portion of the show um, go to rtusports.com uh, for this episode also you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes please go and do so um, you can also get it on Stitcher we're available on Stitcher and this week we started a new YouTube channel uh, the RTU YouTube channel that we're going to be He putting little snippets during the course of the week, uh, excerpts from the show, so you can check that out. So again, um, thanks to Brian Steven uh, for this portion of the show. Uh, We're going to stick around and do the RTU Supplemental in a minute with Joe Dallow uh, from Dummy, the new web series, and also uh, uh, lots of other stuff. Joe's been around. I'm not going to say Joe gets around. Joe gets around. Um, so uh, this is the end of RTU number 189. We're going to move on to the supplemental in just a minute. If you're listening live, stay tuned. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you very much for doing so. And again, go to com and go see Tell Me the web series on YouTube. Thank you.